Popcorn Heist is an interactive community of pop culture lovers that spans multiple mediums. We dive deep into TV shows and movies of the past, present, and future to bring you the hottest takes and the coldest truths. Do you have what it takes? Join the heist. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Popcorn Heist, the podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Nick. Welcome back. Welcome back. Talking about Marvel. Oh yeah. Had a, <laughs> had a bunch of DC content that's been around recently. We had to clear our system, go back to Marvel. Ah. I know, we, hadn't, we haven't done a Marvel episode in kind of a while, and uh, I don't know if we're going to do one anytime soon. There's not really much coming out Marvel related. Um, when's well, we got, when's Multiverse Moon of Madness? Moon Knight. Oh, true. When does Moon Knight start? End of March. Oh, so that's that's pretty soon, but yeah. it's not going to end for a little bit. Um, no, when's Multiverse of Madness coming out? I should know this. It's like May. Okay, we got a little yeah. time then. You know, I uh, I I don't love trailers. I like to avoid them a little bit. <laughs> I've seen the Multiverse of Madness trailer to I mean, set the record straight, but I don't love rewatching trailers too often. Nick would have been. I, I would have shunned Nick for a while if he didn't see the if he refused to oh, watch yeah. the trailer because that trailer no. was amazing. But we were actually talking. Jake and I were texting the other day, and he was like, "I hope we don't get a trailer for um, what movie was it? Did Thor: Love say? and Thunder." Oh, Thor: Love and Thunder, and I was like, "I'm good, never seeing another trailer ever again in my life." <laughs> <laughs> I hey, I think they release too much sometimes. It's just. It's just my take on it. Recently. Yeah, but you don't get like hyped like when you see a really good trailer. Like I get hyped when I see a really good trailer, but I also get mad when like they release um, too much content in the trailer. Like even in the recent Multiverse of Madness, one the one that came out during the Super Bowl. Um, I won't spoil it because not not some people like to avoid trailers completely, but I think there was something in it that I think shouldn't have been in it. I mean, we're gonna there's gonna be spoilers throughout this whole episode, so spoiler spoiler alert up front. Anyway, I think we, I think <laughs> spoiler we alert up front, but I don't want to spoil the trailer for a movie that hasn't come out yet. If because I know I know some people who don't watch trailers at all before movies. I think we're gonna talk about it though. Like, yeah. there's there's some Doctor Strange two stuff that in today's episode. True, true, but yeah. I don't want to say the specific plot point. Okay. Like people are trying right. to avoid fair, it. Fair <laughs> um, trying to rip the plot point from me, Jake. <laughs> no no trailer will ever beat infinity war though that's yeah i agree when that came out that was oh we watched it so many times we'd be like can we go home and watch the infinity Infinity war War trailer yeah and they actually i like that trailer also because they tricked us a few times in it and a lot of the stuff in the trailer wasn't actually in the movie so i i kind of like trailers like that i mean they've been doing that a lot that's like a marvel thing now but i I don't think that really happened before infinity war they didn't really like trick us in the trailers that much yeah i think infinity war is one notable one that i was like there was a lot in that trailer that wasn't in it i think that happens with some other movies when there's like reshoots and stuff like i know uh yeah speaking of a different franchise rogue one had a lot of stuff in the trailer that wasn't in the movie but i don't think it was meant to trick i think they just reshot a lot of the movie yeah and i never really thought like when we had trent on a few episodes and he was like he had this whole theory about this other cut that existed because there were so many shots that didn't make it in, which yeah. is interesting to think about. But um, yeah. Yep. So for those of you who are joining us for the first time today, Popcorn Heist is a brand that Nick and I created to share our love for movies and TV created by diehard fans. Uh, but Popcorn Heist, the podcast, this show, is specifically a podcast that, where we can nerd out about the franchises that we love the most, like 
Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Avatar, The Last Airbender, Disney, and in this case, Marvel. Um, we release new episodes on Thursdays. And if you like an episode you listen to, we ask that you please give us a follow and review on iTunes. It really helps us grow. We'd really appreciate it. And we'd be remiss if we also didn't mention the other podcast on the network called A Simps Guide to the MCU, where the relationships, romances, and bromances of the Marvel Cinematic Universe are discussed with our good friends Alyssa and Kelly. And if you want more pop culture content, such as blog posts, rankings, brackets, and Tuesday trivia, visit us online at popcornheist.com or follow us on Instagram at popcornheist or Twitter at Popcorn Heist, or TikTok <laughs> at Popcorn Heist, or Facebook at Popcorn Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so today's a classic episode. Um, Nick and I like to do these frequently. Uh, we do it, if you follow us on Instagram, every Saturday we do a Versus series where we pit two things against each other. And we sometimes like, more than two things. We do a ton at one time sometimes. Oh yeah, we do like After this episode, fire. you'll probably see a dump of all of them. Yes. Um, so that kind of inspired this topic where we ask our fans... Um, According to a certain topic, in this case, it's Marvel. We say, give us a versus series, a versus matchup that's relating to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So you would pick two things, verse them against each other, and Nick and I are going to debate about them. And it's really fun because we get to hear from you guys, and uh, we'll shout you out. And um, this way, Nick and I get to battle over certain things that maybe we didn't think about in the first place. So. Yeah, and usually we have some ready for each other, but we got so many good submissions on this one. And uh, we usually choose like 10 but we're doing a lot more today. We're just going to fly through them real quick because there's so many good ones that we got. There's so many good ones. And I feel like we, like Nick said, we, we haven't done a Marvel episode in a bit. And then we're not going to have one for a while. So we need to get it all out of our system. So. Yeah. And we're going to be touching on different points in the MCU, future, past. It's going to be real fun. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't we get into the quote of the episode? Nick's going to take it over today. Yep. So here at Popcorn Heights, we love quotes. Uh, Jake and I, we were college roommates and we just are, we annoy our friends with how much we just quote things and expect each other to know it off the bat. Um, so when we started the podcast, we started doing a quote of the episode and uh, kind of applies to the topic of the episode each time. And and this time we chose a quote from our source material, of course, Marvel. And um, I don't know why Jake and I, when we were discussing the quote of the episode today, we both thought of this quote and it doesn't really straight up apply, but also does. And it's just a quote we always say and we love. And it's from a character and an actor who we especially love, the Grandmaster from Thor Ragnarok. And he says... I woke up this morning thinking about a public execution, but for now I'll settle for this sweet little, uh, you know, who's going to get him first? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Jay quote that all the time. And it doesn't always doesn't always apply in life, but we somehow fit it in. That uh, That's why I was going to say it's very meta in this situation because it like kind of applies to the episode, but in real life when Nick and I quote things, they don't always really make sense. They, we kind of stretch it a, a little bit and just like – yeah it's just fun but we love the grandmaster he's like one of my favorite marvel characters just because jeff goldblum plays him so well he's just so many funny quotes so many good quotes can't go wrong with jeff goldblum you love jeff goldblum he's fantastic it's a south park quote (laughs) (laughs) another quote for you yes riding off many quotes so nick you're you're the i guess the mc of the the followers uh submission so take it over let's get into the yeah first we're gonna go through them real quick we got a lot to get through today and um the first one we have was actually not a versus submission it was a submitted statement that we're not going to turn into a versus it was submitted by fiona rivera and she just she didn't say a question she just said infinity war is better than endgame okay first off no <laughs> no jake and i have both have strong feelings about this yeah i mean i guess i'll take it over and say that Clearly, Nick and I are fans of Endgame over Infinity War. Um, I don't know. I guess right off the bat, 
Endgame gives you a more complete and more satisfying arc for all six core Avengers. Hawkeye's not really in Infinity War. The Hulk is, I mean, Bruce Banner's in Infinity War, but the Hulk isn't really in it. And they all get such satisfying arcs. It's so hard to, like, get one complete satisfying arc in a movie. And Endgame did it with six Avengers and probably even more characters in it. But just it makes, it felt so much more satisfying because it was the core six. You felt like it harkened back to the original Avengers movie where it's, like, the six of them working together. You're so passionate. You're, you're like, in there with them. You feel them, like, wanting to bring everyone back, like... We had to wait a whole year for that. We were so invested in it. And honestly, it was the best movie theater experience of my life. Like nothing's ever going to be Endgame for me. Yeah, I'm I'm an Endgame stand too. I think everyone who's listened to Marvel episodes of this podcast know we're both big Endgame stands. I feel like Infinity War is very action-packed. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Infinity War. Oh, yeah. It's action-packed. And the scenes that aren't action-packed are actually some of the best scenes of the whole movie. Like the reality stone scene is great. Um, the scenes with Thanos and Gamora are great. Um, so like every moment of, of Infinity War is great and I don't want to take away from that, but Endgame, it's just so hard to get a, a satisfying ending to, uh, especially when there's like, it's ending pretty, it, obviously there's no ending to Marvel, but it ends that era of Marvel and it ends it so satisfying, satisfyingly, is that a word? Yeah. Um, yeah, it ends it satisfyingly. <laughs> um, and it, it does, it has a time heist where it like goes back to the old movies and i love the time heist in itself and the final battle is definitely like marvel's best battle so many good moments where infinity war doesn't have that there's no team feel really there everyone's a little separated and like there's really no there's no group shots one only <laughs> only avengers movie with no group shots um there's more group shots in the trailer than there was in the movie and I, I don't know. Their end game is just, it's perfect. It really is a perfect movie. Beautiful. The way they brought everyone back was perfect. They like snap everyone back, but then they don't come back immediately. They like wait a little bit to come into the battle. It's just so satisfying. And I mean, Iron Man and Cap, which I think one of our other verses, spoiler alert, has, touches on their arcs. Um, just their endings. The endings to each of the Avengers stories is so good. No one had any clue that spoiler alert, Black Widow would croak. Crazy. I know. <laughs> Oh my god. Like they Infinity War took some risks. It's a very different Marvel movie. Like it really you can't even really consider it an Avengers movie because like Nick said, there's no real team feel. They're very scattered. It's a Thanos movie, which is like very different to do. And I think they did it so well. Like Thanos' whole story, you build him up in that one movie and he's instantly like they succeeded in their goal. The Russo brothers are like, we want to make Thanos on the level of like Darth Vader. Obviously, if you listen to our greatest villain of all time bracket, uh, episode two um darth vader i think won that bracket we think mm -hmm. he's the best villain of all time but thanos joker won on instagram darth vader won in hours yes but yeah. thanos is up there yeah like, thanos they is really, great. they did it in one movie like super impressive um i mean ending it on the sour note where the avengers lose that was beautiful it was great like another great theater experience and something that's so different from all other superhero <laughs> movies and i think it's a landmark movie just like the first avengers movie was but it's more impressive to leave off on a sour note like that and, like Nick said, come back around and make it so satisfying on all levels. With the Core 6 Avengers, every way everything was executed, I really have very few qualms with Infinity War. I mean, uh, with Endgame. Whereas Infinity War, love it. It's up there in my top 10 Marvel movies, but it's like Endgame feels like a team movie. If we were rating it on the on the Popcorn Heist Report card, Heart would be a 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Endgame. 
Yeah, I feel like Infinity War, like I said, it's just like action packed every second. And Endgame like takes a second to take a breath and like give you a tour of everything that happened in the past, and it's just so beautiful. <laughs> Um, I actually think it's a red flag when people say they like Infinity War better than Endgame. (laughs) I have certain things with certain franchises when there's like common takes that I think are red flags. And this is one of them. Fiona Rivera, you're on my list. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Just seeing, I mean, one, if I have to define Endgame's feeling down to one scene. When Cap lifts Mjolnir, you can't tell me that that was the most hype you have ever been in your entire life in a movie theater. Come on. Get out of here. The fact that Mjolnir was not even in the world in the beginning of that movie, and they brought Mjolnir back just so Cap could hold it. So good. And it's not, it's fan service, but fan service that makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, it was teased in earlier movies, like, Endgame was dangerously close to being like too fan servicey and too like let's just throw this in just because it's Marvel's greatest hits. But I feel like it was tasteful amounts of fan service while also delivering like a satisfying arc where, you know, spoiler alert, not a lot of people wanted Black Widow to die or Iron Man to die, but it made sense for the ending of the Infinity Saga. Oh, I love a death. Period. I love a, I love a character. I love dying. Period. It really is just the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that's another weird take I have. I love a character death. Infinity War had a good amount, but uh, Endgame, I felt like they yeah, were... And they all come back. It was like that that nice release. Like, you were yeah. waiting. It's It's been a while since Iron Man was around, and he he needed to go. Yeah. He need, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's go on to the next one. Uh, Tommy Fitz, our very own Tommy Fitz, who who helped us out with Popcorn Heist, runs the trivia. Join mm-hmm. live trivia on Tuesday... Um, Last Tuesday of every month and play on our Instagram story all other Tuesdays. Yes. Um, Tommy submitted, who did more ruin to the Avengers, Quill or Cap? Do you want to take this one first? I'll take this one first, Quill. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I think Cap did ruin to the Avengers because I guess he, we talked about this a little bit before the episode. I was kind of like, how did Cap do ruin? Um, I guess he like split them up, but I felt like it was kind of necessary. Like, I don't feel like Cap did as much as he broke them up, sort of. Like, what was he supposed to do? Like, just He chill. did more ruin to the... I, I'm I'm t- team Cap on this question. As much as I mm. love Cap and I agree with his stance in Civil War, there's no doubt that he tore the Avengers apart a little bit. What, but he's... Him, I mean, you can't be part of a team that's not doing what you want to be doing. Well, he definitely ruined the Avengers. He withheld the... The information about Bucky, though, which is also adds, to, and yeah. that, that's really the point, like where the knife in the, in the stabbing Tony in the back that really tore the Avengers apart. Yeah, but people yeah. He, people say he he uh, he's too focused on Bucky in Civil War. But what are you supposed to do? Just let your friend get like, I guess government like put in jail for when he was brainwashed and stuff. I, I know, guess it's got to be a way to tell Tony about it. Like, yeah. He's a little too protective. I mean, yeah. I think he's Quill kind of did ruin for. I mean, here's a debate here. Like, he wasn't really part of the Avengers. Like, that's you know? true. He. Oh my god, I was so mad at him. This is another Infinity War. He's so when he. I, I'm pretty sure what Tommy's referring to is when he hits Thanos in the face when they're about to get the Infinity Gauntlet off, and because he finds out that Thanos threw Gamora off of a cliff, which he did. Um, but Peter Quill should have held his cool for nary a second more. Yeah, so I've seen people try to defend him. Like no. this dude's been through a lot, but like I don't care. They've all you hold it together. Yeah, you, you got <laughs> the, the fate of the universe is at stake here. You know. Yeah. I mean, 
he was always fated to do that. Doctor Strange looked into the future, didn't stop it. That's not an excuse for his actions. I think Cap did more room to to the Avengers, though. The only reason they lost against Thanos is because they weren't fighting together. They fought him separately. And the only reason they lost against against Thanos was because Quill acted up and hit him in the face. I don't know if they had all Avengers there. I don't think it would have happened. I'm not trying to knock Cap at all because, like, you know, he did more ruin to the Avengers. That's my stance, but I don't knock him for it because it, I, it needed to happen. I do yeah. think they did ruin in different ways. Like, I think Quill was dumber and less. I forgive him less. <laughs> I hate what Quill did. He's you so annoying. Quill. You hate Star-Lord. <laughs> I used to like Star-Lord a lot. I, I do. I actually feel this way about most of the Guardians. I love them all after the first Guardians, and since then, they haven't hit the same. Drax, Groot, not not so much Rocket, but Drax, Groot, Quill, and that's it. Nakamura, not Rocket. Gamora got better over time. Rocket uh, has stayed like consistently great. Yeah, Yondu wasn't really a character in the first one. Nebula got cooler over time, but she wasn't really in the first one that much. Uh, or not not as not as a guardian. I like Nebula a lot. I love Nebula. Another good point for um, she's she's great in Infinity War and Endgame. Um, yeah, yeah. But no, I Cap Cap did more damage to the avengers but it needed to happen you know you can't that it was building up at some point the avengers were gonna rip apart because like we talked about this on a previous episode they're not really that great of a squad the guardians are a family you know the avengers are like oh come hang out you're like nah i'm busy today yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) okay i I can see that i can i can see why cap is they did they did ruin in different ways though Mm -hmm. Anyway, next question. Is Iron Fist canon now? Question mark. If so, Danny Rand versus Shang-Chi. This was submitted by Brian PH1989. So you haven't seen Iron Fist on Netflix. I have um, not, so I cannot – I will not answer this question. Yeah. Um, not one of the greatest Marvel <laughs> Marvel entries. Um, there's two seasons on Netflix. I've only seen the first one. It uh, wasn't very good. But he's a great character in the comics. His powers are really cool. The lore is really cool. Fits right into Shang-Chi, which uh, this is what I'll comment is I don't think that they're going to make that version of Danny Rand canon. If is anything, it not, though? I thought Iron Fist and Daredevil were all like the same level of canon. But I think they're slowly recanonizing parts of Daredevil, but I don't know if like all of it will be canon. You know, hmm. I think they're only recanonizing Daredevil. I don't really they, like that. I, I think they could, like, they kind of could do whatever they want at this yeah. point, you know. Multiverse. It's, but, like, I would rather see a better version of Iron Fist come out in the future. But that being said, whether he's canon or not, I don't think they will. I think if they were to reintroduce Danny Rand, it would be through the Shang-Chi movies. We're not going to get a separate Iron Fist. Um, Shang-Chi's got him in the bag. Shang-Chi's a beast. I mean, that's one of one of my new favorite Marvel movies. Uh, one of the best action sequences. He's the best martial artist in the world. And with the Ten Rings, it's a blowout. No chance. Like, yeah. Danny Rand can't even get his Iron Fist to work sometimes. Like, yeah, it's a blowout. Shang-Chi for me. Okay. I can't answer, but from what you say, I, I trust you. Next, also from uh, Mr. Brian, Thor Ragnarok versus Black Panther. In parentheses, my two favorite Marvel movies. Good to know. Both, go- both great movies. Both great However... Movies. Thor right. Ragnarok is spectacular. The quote of this movie is from Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok is top three Marvel movies for me, where Black Panther is more like maybe top five. It might be like my sixth or seventh. 
I think Ragnarok is top five. I can't remember where it is in my ranking, but it's definitely either top three or top five. Black Panther's top ten for me. Um, top ten. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok is so funny. It's de- yeah. That's probably the funniest movie in the MCU. I, I think that's the funniest MCU movie for sure. Yeah. There's so much good about I mean, I love I love Black Panther too, but there's things I don't like about Black Panther. I think you pointed out to me the final battle is like not the greatest. Um, Black Panther was definitely groundbreaking, but Thor, Thor Ragnarok is better. Yeah, I have I like I no, I have no faults with Thor Ragnarok. I think it's yeah. overall like quite possibly a five star movie. To be honest, I, I have a hot take about one thing I don't like about Thor Ragnarok. Oh, what is it? I don't like that they play ACDC at the fi- during the final battle. It's a it's at Led Zeppelin, not ACDC. Oh, Led Zeppelin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I know you don't like that, but I don't like that. That song is like the lyrics, like the meaning of the song is like about. I that, get that it, but it just mythology. it's trying too hard to be Guardians at times. <laughs> I feel like they're leaning into that though. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. like a lot of the space characters are like there's no serious space characters except for Captain Marvel. And you, I get you know, that. Like, we listen to this podcast that we don't like Captain Marvel. Much, <laughs> I, I get, I get that, and I like that they're leaning into the Guardians weirdness, but I think it was a little heavy handed. I wish they were playing like a score at the end, Duel of Fates. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Duel of Fate should just be in every like, every movie. <laughs> no, but I totally agree. Thor Ragnarok, really no qualms for me. Black Panther's a great movie, but I don't love the final battle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, next, also from Brian. Uh, whose story arc is more satisfying, Cap or Tony? This is a good I, one. I would I would say Tony, if I, if I can start off. Um, I mean, he's off. the godfather of the MCU. He's been around since the beginning. Like You, ha- you just have more build-up, more history there. And while I don't like you could argue that his trilogy definitely declines in quality. You know, his first movie's amazing, but Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3 aren't the best. He's like the foundation which this entire universe is built upon. Regardless if there's movies that took place in the past before him in the timeline, that ending of just like the ending of Iron Man 3 where he clearly like is struggling with with a uh, PTSD trying to give up his suits. He physically can't stop being Iron Man. It's affected his, his relationship and he's reached the point where Pepper's like, you know, you're not, you're never going to be able to sleep right if you don't scratch this itch and like help the world. He needed to to give his life for it. It really just brought everything full circle. While I love Cap's arc, and he, spoiler alert, he has one of the better trilogies in the MCU. We're going to discuss this in a little bit. Tony's arc is way more satisfying. I I predicted that he was going to die. Was waiting for it. I jumped up and screamed at the end of Endgame when he died <laughs> and people were kind of looking at me weird, but I was so excited. Yeah, this is so, this is a, uh, I didn't want to get too much into Tony when we were talking about Endgame earlier. Um, but when we went into Endgame, Jake and I really wanted Tony to die, but we didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, we didn't think Marvel would go there, but it was necessary and it was beautiful. Amazing. Um, I used to, I think I used to like Cap a little bit more than Tony, but then after Endgame, I turned, I like, really love tony i think he's one of my favorite mcu characters and um so cap goes from like soldier like just straight up soldier to like leader more so um and then i'm glad he gets the ending he does where he survives and he gets a happy life and passes the mantle on to um falcon but nothing beats tony it's so good i love a character death as we were saying earlier like his his ending in endgame is perfect um like you said, he's where where everything started. He had to be the one to to give himself, give his life, or else like you you can't have Tony in a in a universe and not helping like the future Avengers with everything. Um, yeah. 
and it's just beautiful. And I love that it's like continuing a little bit into like the Spider-Man um, realm a little bit. Yeah. Um, but and I will so say beautiful. that like the the satisfying part of Caps, like while it's a, it's a great arc, great ending and Endgame, and it's very satisfying. I feel like that part of it that he he's been like a man out of time, like, and he deserves a happy life was really built up uh quicker and more recently like closer mm-hmm. to infinity warning end game whereas tony's arc like building those uh building the groundwork for him sacrificing himself can be drawn back all the way back to his first movie yeah like even the first avengers movie where cap is like you're not the type of guy to walk down to, to lay down lay your life down on the line and you could track that all the way back over to uh to end game and then in ultron when he's like we need a pseudo armor around the world and then when pepper is like you need to give up your suits and the only way you're 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 going to be able to sleep well is if you help like the only way that for him to stop being iron man and stop helping people is death like i just felt there was so much tension and build up there and it was finally released and it just felt like so much more satisfying but that's not a knock against cap's arc i think it was beautiful and really well done black widow and newman get a funeral yeah that's a little <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't have an, a, an explanation for, for that, for anybody who asked. Maybe she had one off screen. Yeah. She has a little headstone. What'd they bury there? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way they acquired her body from Vormir. Yeah, no way. <laughs> All right. Um, next, we got Mike Trace Rindress said, would you rather see Ben Affleck Daredevil or Nick Cage Ghost Rider in Doctor Strange 2? This is a good one. I would love to see Nick Cage Ghost Rider. Yeah. I, I don't really remember. I think I saw Daredevil way back when, but I don't really remember it. Like um, Ben Affleck Daredevil. I remember Ghost Rider. I don't remember the plot. All I remember is he like turns into a skull. <laughs> like rides a motorcycle. <laughs> and it's Ghost, Nick Cage. Ghost Rider is one of like the cool, he's one of the coolest Marvel characters ever. And I think the entry point, if he were to ever be introduced in the MCU is through Doctor Strange because they, they're that weird, like mystical, supernatural, like ghost rider fights demons and stuff he fights mephisto is one of his villains mephisto is a doctor strange villain i think it makes more sense for nick cage to show up in doctor strange too regardless of like oh the multiverse can show anybody mm-hmm. like yeah it'd be cool to see ben affleck as daredevil um but ghost rider would just be insane and nick cage is a menace so I would, just <laughs> would you love- rather see nick cage as ghost rider or would you rather them recast and like just start a new version mm, i i really want a, a ghost rider in this universe that'll live on Mm-hmm. But if they're really leaning into this multiverse stuff, I think give us Nick Cage and Doctor Strange too, and introduce and do Ghost want. Rider later on. Yeah, yeah, I'm down with it. All yeah, right, that's what I was going back to. What you said is like you didn't think that they should have revealed that. Uh, I'm not going to say who it is. The cameo in the Doctor Strange two trailer. I think they revealed it because there's just so much more that they're keeping from us that we're going to see throughout the movie. Like in, if you compare it when it comes down to brass tacks, like that cameo is going to be nothing when you scale it to all the cameos that we're going to see in that movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. Don't, don't ever give me a trailer ever again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next we got, um, from a Rivera, who would win in a fight Gamora or black widow? This is a really good one. This is a really tough one. This is a tough one. Um, oh, this is a really tough one. Black widow could scissor you to death. this is a really tough one they have such similar power like i mean neither of them really have powers but they have such similar like skill sets well gamora i think has heightened strength and stuff because she's like an alien right i guess i don't really think so though i think uh 
Thanos has trained her super well. Hmm. I wonder. In the comics, I know she definitely has heightened strength, but that's it's kind of like blurred lines in the MCU, like whether someone has heightened abilities or not sometimes. Yeah. Um, this is a tough one. I gotta go. Hmm. I might say Black Widow. Oh, I was gonna say Gamora. It's close. It's really close. I could really see this going either way. I think it'd be really close. I think it'd be like one of those standoffs. You know, if you're taking Black Widow before she like tried to wipe out the red in her ledger and was like working for the KGB in Russia and was a real Black Widow, I would say Black Widow. You think she but, got worse over time though? I don't think she got worse. I think she got softer. Like she she oh. she would not like no holds barred. Like would be fine killing anybody anybody any means necessary like before then uh, but i think she's more skilled now that she fought aliens and stuff you know yeah. and like i don't know and she has she, guns she's definitely got more of like the spy stuff like black widows are literally like ninjas like they're meant yeah. to like infiltrate governments you're not supposed to like be able to detect them at all um she's got the the face technology um yeah gamora though was trained by by thanos literally like her training was you either That's kill this point. person or you be killed you know that's a good like point. She, she had no choice. She lived with Thanos. I, she's probably longer lived than – I bet she's pretty old, right? I have no clue. I, I, I No, I think I think Gamora and Blackwood are similar ages. You think they age like her species? The same. Age, I, I think the unless they say it, I'm going to assume that she ages the same as humans. Yeah. They might, I could be wrong though. Could be completely that's my, wrong. That's my stance though. I think that she's had so much experience like even – she you know she doesn't she didn't like that she did it but like helping thanos like wipe out planets the old-fashioned way um, yeah i could i could really see it going either way with this one i think they're so close i think it honestly come to a come to a tie it but could. if i had to choose i would probably say i think i'd say i'd say black widow she's okay. an avengy she's like an og right. avengy we're at a standstill here all right yeah i don't but, like how the, ba- the battle would come out yeah i don't it's close though <laughs> all right next we got from trent trent abate i think i'm saying his last name right but he was on this podcast for uh, one of our star wars episodes it's a weird one who would win in a fight morgan stark or baby groot <laughs> oh, the babies <laughs> the little babies the little babies um baby groot if morgan had an iron man suit then maybe morgan but baby groot for sure he's beast are we assuming morgan has an iron man suit Give her the little mask that she has in <laughs> in the in uh, Endgame. She's so. This is a, a random tangent. Uh, you know I love this quote in Endgame when at Iron Man's funeral, and she's sitting with Happy. This is very off topic, but she's sitting with Happy, and Happy's just like, you "You doing all right, Squirt?" She's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "What do you want? You want you want a you hungry?" And she goes, "Yeah, I want cheeseburger." Mm-hmm. He's like. I, I now I'm losing myself with the quote. He's like, your dad, your dad used to like cheeseburgers. Oh yeah, everyone was goes, like, oh, it's because he got him a cheeseburger in the first Iron Man. No way. <laughs> the funniest. She goes, he goes like, oh, you know, your dad used to like cheeseburger, and she just goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she is pretty good for a child actress, you know. You can't expect too much. Oh, she's she's good. No, yeah. but I just think that's funny. I find. Like yeah, Monday, she's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, that is funny. But yeah, everyone was like hyped that she said cheeseburger, and I'm like, it's not that big a deal. No, I didn't okay. realize that until people doesn't everyone like right, cheeseburgers. We we both agree, baby Groot, right? Oh yeah, concur. All right, next we got Parkway. Which duo would you rather see in the MCU? Thor and Bill, Beta Ray Bill, or Spider Man and Deadpool? Sorry, 
got got to have built there. I want to. I'm interested to hear your. So, you didn't explain really... who Beta Ray Bill is. He's an alien species who became worthy of a version of Mjolnir. Actually, in the comics, his hammer is Stormbreaker. Um, but they just in the MCU they kind of like made Thor's axe Stormbreaker. Mm-hmm. His axe in the comics has a different name, but. He becomes worthy. He literally has like the same suit as Thor, except he's literally like a, a horse looking alien. He's like really weird, but uh, really, really cool. Just as powerful, same powers. Um, him and Thor team up all the time. There's a thing called like the Thor core where like Jane Foster, Thor, uh, Thunderstrike, uh, Beta Ray Bill and Thor will team up all the time. And then same thing, uh, Spider-Man, Deadpool team up all the time. Deadpool, I think in the comics has like a crush on Spider-Man. So he's like always like annoying Spider-Man. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I'm. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't really familiar with Beta Ray Bill. Um, we're already we're already getting another Thor version with Jane Foster, who I'm, I'm very interested to see how they're going to do that and if I'm going to even like her. Um, but I, I'm more excited for Spider Man and Deadpool because, like, I just have more. Of, I, I know the characters, so like, I'm excited to see how they interact. Yeah, I think I think. I understand why why you would say that. I, I'm team Beta Ray Bill and Thor. Really? Um, to be honest, I I may get hate for this. I know people love the Deadpool Spider Man relationship. I don't really need it in the MCU. Yeah, I'd that's much true. rather see Deadpool with like more X Men characters or Deadpool and Wolverine, which is like an iconic. Or like you know, he's always like throwing digs at Hugh Jackman and Wolverine throughout the movies. Would much rather see that, and I'd much rather see Spider Man with someone like Daredevil. Or that's Punisher. a good point. That's a good um, point. I don't know if I need Spider Man and. Uh... <laughs> On Deadpool, yeah. they could both be in the MCU and not like be besties. Yeah, like I, it could happen. I'd be like, "Oh, that's awesome!" But like, I don't need it. Spider Man's like kind of on his own path right now, where I don't really need him to cross over with a ton of other people besides mm-hmm. the street level heroes. Whereas Beta Ray Bill could be a really cool contender for like a new Guardians team. He's super weird. I like really weird characters. So, yeah. Okay, I'm 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 good. I'm down with that answer. Next, we got Ron Fitch Fitcher. Sorry if I mispronounced it. He said, who would win in a fight, Doctor Strange or Scarlet Witch? Ooh, he, I, I think he gave one. his own rationale. Oh, he did, he did yeah. give a little bit of a of, an, of spiel of his own. He said, I think Doctor Strange, even though it's uh, revealed in WandaVision, Scarlet Witch is more powerful. Doctor Strange is more intelligent and has several magical items to help him out. That's a, that's a good point. Um, I think Doctor Strange, I wouldn't, I don't, I guess so, he would he in WandaVision they say that she's more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme, who's actually he's not the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, he was, which I like that they addressed it. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I, I would rather see Wanda body Doctor Strange in the I, sequel. I think Wanda would body. I think so too. I I just don't like Doctor Strange that much. <laughs> I, I think he is smarter for sure. I like, think he's smarter. I well, he was like a doctor, so I think he's super smart. Um. I, he, I guess he has, like, some magical items, so he, I guess he still has the cape, but he doesn't have the Eye of Agamotto anymore. I guess he could get, like, one of the sticks from uh, Carmartage. <laughs> but I don't know. I think I think Scarlet Witch is probably, like, the most powerful MCU character. Yeah. And I sure. think she would body. I Honestly, I hope, they, I hope they really go at it. Not just, like, some Doctor Strange Spider-Man thing. I hope they, like, go at it. No, I, villain. I, I really hope she, like, she does, like, literally destroy him in a battle at some point in the movie. I don't think it'll end that way. Yeah, but I th- I hope at some point she literally like just bodies him and Wong because I think she totally can. Yeah, and to go back to your point in the trailer, I don't I have no idea where they're gonna take this, but at one point Doctor Strange is like doing the thing where he's opening the eye of Agamotto. So I have no idea what's good with that. But yeah, 
Um, I hope she's the villain of that movie. <laughs> I don't think she'll be the villain, but I hope she's like kind of a villain for most of it. And then like, I hope she like kind of ends in how she end, like she end, ended WandaVision. Like it's, it's kind of like, I think they let her off a little too easy in WandaVision. Honestly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, she's got to be a, an antagonist. I don't know if she'll be the villain. Yeah. Know. Yeah. She might help for a little and then turn against him. I'd love that. Yeah. But end game of that movie I think Doctor Strange will figure out a way to beat her because like you said, he is smarter and has more magical items. But I, yeah, yeah. I mean like without like the eye of Akimoto, I have no idea. I, I think he's really smart and will figure out a way, but initial brute force, like Wanda's got him, got him beat for sure. Yeah. I love Wanda. She's like my favorite character. I hope she's evil. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to go on a little bit of a, Rapid fire, all from our very own simp, uh, Alyssa, who is one of the hosts of the a Simp's Guide to the MCU, which Jake touched on earlier. Um, so she's a big, big Marvel fan, always gives us a lot of submissions whenever we ask for verses. Um, and Marvel especially, she gave us a lot of a lot of good ones today. Oh, so I we're gonna wait. we're gonna fire through them. All right. First one from Alyssa. Would uh, would you rather get get bitch slapped with the infinity gauntlet or make out with Dormammu? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you can make out with Dormammu. You just yeah, have a he'd large like swallow face. you. He'd like swallow you. Would love would kill to be swallowed by Dormammu. Honestly, please. I'd kind of like to try though. I might pick that one. <laughs> you think he'd come out with some like dark magic powers or something? Yeah, you, who knows? That could be like your origin story. Like he made out with Dormammu and got powers from it. I feel like there's no coming back from getting bitch slapped by the Infinity Gauntlet, but there's a chance you could come out with some cool powers from b- making out with Dormammu. Yeah, yeah. I, it sounds like it would really hurt getting bitch slapped with the Infinity Gauntlet. Like that thing's yeah. metal, even if it doesn't have Infinity Stones in it. I was just going to say, yeah. Like yeah. either way, it's painful. Yeah. And if it has Infinity Stones in it and you get like whomped, oof. Yeah. Mango with Dormammu sounds kind of hot, so I'm going to choose that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next one is which arc reactor style do you like better, OG circle or triangle? I have thoughts on this one. Um, I like, I kind of like the triangle, to be honest. I, Um, I would like the triangle if they like, I feel like Iron Man 2 didn't really like, like they were like, oh, he made a new element. And then he, like, gets a cool triangle thing sometimes, like, most of the time in the future. But they don't really, like, touch on it a lot that it, like, does anything different. I think, like, we've discussed this before, though. It's heavily implied. It's one of those things that, like, they didn't outright say it, but it's pretty much implied that the new element was created from Tesseract technology, like, them studying the Tesseract. So he literally is has, like, a pseudo-Infinity's Infinity Stone technology that he's powering his arc reactors with. So that's kind of why I like the triangle one. And it, we're assuming he's using the same kind of arc reactor, just not the same shape in the future. Um, I think that's the only reason that he didn't outright just like blow up when he snapped his fingers from the Infinity Gauntlet, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like the triangle. I just wish they like continued to like hone in on the fact that it's like something special. Yeah, they could have had a line in there. Um, it's very like you, leaving it up to context clues that like Howard Stark studied the Tesseract for years and years and like what other like element would he have created? Like, you know, it's heavily implied that he, it's from his studies from the Tesseract. Yeah, all- but I, I don't, but also like even in Spider-Man No Way Home, like Electro comes in and he's like, oh, the energy in this world is like so clean and they like touch on it a little bit, but it, they don't always like it's kind of confusing the way it, like the mechanics of it all. I wish they like nailed it down a little bit more. 
But I, I think I like the triangle one better. Just uh, stylistically, I don't know. I think it's close. It was cool that they brought back like the specific Electro used the specific triangle one. Like yeah, the one yeah. From Iron Man Two. Yeah, so that was cool. Um, I always love Iron Man suit ups early on. Like I love this one of my favorite is the suitcase suit up. It is a cool one. Yeah, yeah. I love his suit ups. <laughs> They're so cool. Um, okay, who has a better beard, Tony or Strange? Tony, I hate Doctor Strange's stupid beard. <laughs> you just don't like Doctor Strange, you know? <laughs> this stupid Boston accent. He's from New York. Like, what are you doing, Benedict? Uh, no, I agree. I like Tony's beard better. Um, and, and Tony changes it up a little bit. He does. Yeah, he's. It's very weird. He's got like at one point he's got like spikes on his like chin strap part. Yeah, yeah. He's he's but he's got he's got style. It's iconic. Doctor Strange is a little. Oh, he looks disgusting. Iron Man did it first. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Yeah. So. I say Tony. Um, would, who would you rather punch in the face, Mysterio or the Collector? Um, I love Mysterio in the movies. I think he's one of the coolest Spider-Man villains. Uh, but I'd much rather punch him because he's just like annoying. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think. <laughs> I think Jake Gyllenhaal has a little bit of a punchable face too. I like I the think, collector. I I would like be scared to punch the collector. He'd like start laughing or something like that. He's like scary. He, he, you would no idea what would happen. I feel like he'd, he'd be like, like Whoa. and if it was buff, like swole collector oh, from What If. Oh, I'd never mess with him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to to- toil with him. You know who I'd Is rather that- punch than either of them? Oh. Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange is cool. I, I mean, like, he's annoying sometimes, but, like, I think he's, his powers are really cool. And when you like, botch that spell, they're going to beat a buck of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I just don't like Doctor Strange. I'm, I have, like, a bias against him. Yeah. <laughs> I, and over time, he's gotten, like, it's just more annoying for me. To each his own. Yeah. But, um, um, but I think... Yeah. But I think I'd rather punch Mysterio. And honestly, it might, it's, it might hurt, but it'd be fun to punch him when he has, like, the glass like helmet. it would be it'd be yeah. pretty fun like that, uh, maybe if you had something on your hand it'd be super satisfying if you like punched him through the glass oh and it was they, jake killing face <laughs> <laughs> that was literally a bad you know um not bad uh mean tweets from jimmy kimmel does that thing you know you ever seen yeah that? yeah 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 it was literally the jake gyllenhaal mean tweet it was like jake gyllenhaal has such a punchable face i'd like love to punch him in his his pug face or something like that <laughs> uh, I, i'd like to punch jake gyllenhaal i think that'd be fun I think with the glass, I think it's easily Mysterio. Now that we we discussed it, I'm big on punching Mysterio now. (laughs) And for all you Taylor Swift fans out there, I know you agree with us. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Uh, Okay, next, would you rather have the Grandmaster Melty Stick or the Loki Scepter as a weapon? We kind of discussed this before the episode. I don't know. Like, obviously, Loki Scepter is much cooler. More powerful much more powerful and just like it looks cooler but like the melt stick is so funny would, would you be oh, melting like, would like i don't feel the need to melt people though <laughs> oh no I, i'm not gonna go around just i'm not a madman running around melting people <laughs> so why do you need a melty stick i just want to melt random things i'd rather <laughs> mind control people with the mind stone than melt people a little problematic there nicholas <laughs> <laughs> well better than melting people i guess no i just like i would you go around and... melting people that's not a capital offense <laughs> Another Grandmaster quote. Why are you handing me the melt stick? I will say that's one of the funniest scenes of Ragnarok, but it's just not a weapon that I feel the need to to hold. Yeah. No. <laughs> There's no going back from melting someone, but the scepter, if you cut someone, you know, they can heal it. You know. Cut someone. 
<laughs> be mind controlling like people. <laughs> yeah, I'd be mind controlling people while you cut people. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's a better kisser? Dr. Kirk Curtis Connors. Is it Kirk oh, Connors? Either one. That's a, that's his full name, Curtis. Curtis. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Curtis Connors or Dr. Zola? That, Alyssa, you're a psycho. This is hilarious, though. <laughs> Zola the computer or Zola the little man? Probably I, the man. Well, isn't Dr. Kirk Connors a lizard? So maybe we should be c- comparing, like, the. Uh, let's do both. The before, like, the men and the computer versus the dinosaur. Okay. <laughs> Croc, King Croc, as I like to call him. I'm honestly horrified at this question now that we're like digging into it. I think it's God. I mean, no way Dr. Zola in human form is a good kisser. He doesn't look like he has much experience. He looks like a little little dweeb. (laughs) I love him. I love him, though. He's such an adorable little man. Much better villain than Dr. Kirk Connors. Oh, yeah, by far. Love him. He's like one of my favorite villains in the MCU. I'm like low-key obsessed with Zola. Jake oh, knows this. Zola. Jake knows Zola. this. I don't know if the popcorn ice fans, I don't know if I've ever really nerded out about Zola, but I'm like kind of obsessed with him. After oh, I watched the first Captain America, I was like, oh, Jake, I love like the little doctor. I don't know why. And then when he popped up in Winter Soldier, when we were watching it together, I was like, no way. <laughs> he's so cool. And I in What him. If, he's so cool too. Yeah, he's awesome. We discussed this on the What If episode that. In the end game, when there's no other thing to like stop someone like Ultron, you go to Zola. Yeah, he's, a badass. he's one of the best villains. Yeah. Um. So I think I think um I think Doctor Kirk Connors might win the kisser contest on both ends though, because no, I mean you can't be a good kisser if you're a computer. I'm like terrified. That's like I don't want to think about kissing a giant lizard man. <laughs> I'm, I'm like scared. <laughs> Would you rather kiss the giant lizard man or a computer? The computer you get nothing from. The lizard you like might get your lips bitten off. The computer. <laughs> probably the computer actually so maybe in, in villain form Zola's better in human form connor's is better i'm with it this is a ridiculous conversation i can't believe this is a conversation i'm having you're amazing though <laughs> this is thank you for <laughs> making our brains work this hard <laughs> okay La- last Alyssa one uh would you rather this is this is my favorite one we we, we hate sharon carter on this podcast. sharon carter sharon, sharon carter Cata. on this podcast we hate her She's like our least favorite MCU character. Alyssa knows this. We've discussed this with her. Would you rather talk to Sharon Carter for five minutes or get stepped on by the Hulk in parentheses survive? <laughs> Easily get stepped on by the Hulk. Step on me, please. <laughs> Step on me, kid. Laying down on the floor immediately before you finish the question. There are some days I'm like, I could I could use a step on by Hulk. Yeah. We all need a good stepping on sometimes. Yeah. So definitely, I mean, talk yeah, to Sharon Carter for five yeah. minutes, I'd fall asleep. <laughs> Don't even know if I'd be able to get through it. The entire like, five oh, minutes. Oh yeah, Cap like left me, and I got really mad, and wah, 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 became the power broker. <laughs> they all forgot about me, and I ended up super witchy powerful. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> oh I'm dead. I hate Sharon Carter. Oh, why did Cap kiss her? Poor guy. I don't when he kissed, and it. then it's like his niece. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> All right, now we at the end we have two uh, two more open ended questions. Um, I, I actually have one more uh, that we mm. that I got private messaged about on the popcorn heist. Oh, show. okay. Um, I don't think I've seen this one. This is from Danny Inamorato, Um and he 
brought up an interesting point, which I've seen this theory thrown around a lot. He said, apparently Thanos waited until characters like Ego, Odin, the Sorcerer Supreme uh, were all dead to physically be like, fine, I'll do it myself and go collect all the stuff because he knew those would be the only people who could stop him. Uh, and he said, who would have had the best chance of stopping him and why? Mm. Odin or the Sorcerer Supreme? So uh, the ancient one, I guess mm. we're saying. Mm. In this case. That's, that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good question. And I actually do like to – I don't know if that was like planned out by the MCU, but I do like to believe that theory a little bit that like mm-hmm. he did wait. I think Odin was actually a big one that I've, I've heard that he waited to die, which I think is pro- – honestly, he I would maybe choose Odin over either – was who are we saying? Sorcerer Supreme or – Odin, so ancient one versus Odin. Okay, ancient one versus Odin. He was one of the two. Okay, sorry. Brain blip. Um, I kind of always felt like Odin was the one he was waiting for the most because he's like the all-father. Um, but that being said, I think the ancient one might be more likely to stop him. It's tough. Um, I like to. I, I agree with you. I like to believe that theory because it just makes more sense of like one of the common like qualms that people have is like why did this guy just sit on his ass for years Mm -hmm. and like make other people do it when he clearly could have done it himself so it makes more sense to believe that theory um yeah i mean like why do you think why do you think the ancient one what's what's odin gonna do shoot a beam like he (laughs) doesn't really do anything like the only thing that odin has is like the power of asgard like i don't know that we haven't really seen odin do that much with like his powers i mean he imprisoned hella and hella's like one of the most powerful villains we've ever seen that's true but we don't like see i like still don't really know what odin i think odin has more resources to maybe help stop him but um i don't really know what he does like what are his powers he's just magical uh, he's got magic he could use dark magic um but the ancient yeah, I, one under, i, I just think fine. the i would not mess with the ancient one i'd rather mess with odin than the ancient one i think i think like who would win in a fight odin versus thanos versus like ancient one versus thanos ancient one would be thanos but maybe Odin would be better because he has the power of Asgard and like the fa and the flame and the Tesseract and all his stuff in his, um, I think Odin in his prime could have beat Thanos. Um, it's kind of undefined. Like clearly people are scared of him and like, don't want to mess with him when he's older, but you know, sometimes he needs to go down for a little nappy nap. Yeah. He was <laughs> napping all of Thor one, <laughs> the Odin sleep. So unhelpful. Yeah, I know. What the um, hell? I guess I believe you with the ancient because there's so many possibilities with like the multiverse and the other realities and stuff. But Thanos is pretty smart, you know. Like he, I'm who's to say he wouldn't figure out a way to get out of something like that? But magic is so expansive and undefined that ancient one clearly has like a lot under her belt. And she's been around for no Odin's. Odin's definitely older than the. Throw ancient him in the mirror one. dimension. Come on. <laughs> I like that Doctor Strange actually tried to throw him in the mirror, mirror dimension in uh, Infinity War. Do you think the answer is different if he has the Infinity Stones? If Thanos has the Infinity Stones? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I, I think it either way, like the Ancient One versus Odin, they're going to have the same odds. Not like not like the same decrease in odds once Thanos gets the Infinity Stone. I don't think it gives either one, like Ancient One or Odin, the upper leg because he has or doesn't have the Infinity Stone against each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I'm changing my answer, actually. I think Odin. You think so? To be honest. Because, like, Ancient One has a specific line in Endgame when she finds out that Strange gave the Time Stone purposely to Thanos. She goes, Strange was supposed to be the Mm -hmm. best of us. He, If he's supposed to be the best of them, like, better than herself... 
and he even couldn't beat Thanos one on one. You know, Odin again. I'm going back to the to the point that he in he uh, sent Hela away, and she's like probably maybe even more powerful than Thanos. Um, you know, I feel like once if, I if he sent her to like the best. <laughs> if he sent her to like hell and like i feel like that's a place you can't come back from unless like hella couldn't come back until odin died too mm-hmm. yeah. yeah maybe odin also the ancient one went down in one movie to be fair <laughs> that's true <laughs> um but also i mean if they if Thanos doesn't have the infinity stones yet and odin has an infinity stone and the ancient one has an infinity stone she definitely has a more helpful infinity stone yeah this is true yeah that, that tesseract does nothing it just teleports people <laughs> time stones are way more helpful yeah. reality stones the best one though oh it's it, for sure yeah. that scene in yeah. infinity war is so cool <laughs> i wish we like this is uh i guess a little tangent but I, I guess we i wish we saw a little bit more of like what the soul stones capabilities were mm-hmm. you know like i it's clear that like you need it in order to snap because like you need to it completes the whole cycle of like you have to do something with the souls but like mm-hmm. I wish they like showcased like if it had another power or something like that. You get to see little Gamora, <laughs> little baby. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you do it? Um, yeah. yeah, I kind of I feel like they did a good job of capturing what each stone did in Infinity War, um, especially the re- the reality stone they did great with, uh, space stone Tesseract they did good with, um, time stone they did good with, the mind stone they don't really use. In no. Infinity War, like they use it well in Avengers, though. So I guess I'm, I'll, I'll take it. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, Soulstone, they don't do anything with. I think you're right. Am I missing any? Oh my God! Wait, I have to bring this up. That you just made me think of it. Like they, so we both agree that the use of Reality Stone was awesome in mm-hmm. Infinity War and Endgame. Alyssa comes up to me when she's rewatching the movies, and she's like, "Why did Thanos like turn like uh something into bubbles twice? Like I think that's a plot hole. Like why would they do that?" And I was like, <laughs> I think they just like I was like use the same like, effects. She was like, "What? What is he like? Bubbles? Like that's weird." And I was like, <laughs> "I don't know." <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So I, I, I think I'll, I'll go with Odin. I, it sounds like from what we know about Odin, Odin, but like we haven't really seen him, so that's why I'm a little bit hesitant with him. Yeah. Choose your fighter against Thanos. I don't know. <laughs> no, I agree. Odin's like I'm, the one I don't know. Odin's the Odin's my choice. Okay. For this one. No. I could agree to Odin. Okay, so now we have some open-ended questions um, that we also got submitted, and we felt were good topics of conversation, so we'll bring them up. Uh, one is from our other simp from the Sims Guide of the uh, the Sims Guide to the MCU, um, Kelly, and she said, "Which is the best trilogy in the MCU?" We've discussed this actually, and you know what my answer is going to be. Yeah. Um... So really, what which one? Which ones do we have? We have Thor. We have Cat. We have Iron Man. Um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Ooh, Spider-Man's a good one, too. And I guess technically... Avengers, sort Avengers. of. Avengers. Oh, so are we counting Avengers? Avengers isn't really a trilogy, though. I guess like Infinity War and Endgame are part one, part two. Are we cons- are we considering that a trilogy? If you wanted to exclude Endgame and only do one, two, and three, then I guess you can do it that way. But I wouldn't lump them together because they're two very separate movies. Yeah. So so are we including Avengers? Let's not include Avengers. Let's Because okay. in- that's the best one. But... <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, especially if you include I don't Endgame, know. I don't. I don't know. I, 
this is tough because what what do you, it's a it's very subjective like what you think a trilogy should do my outright answer is captain america i love the winter soldier one of the best, best sequels of all time civil war one of the a landmark comic book movie amazing movie uh great like hero versus hero one of the first movies superhero movies to do like the hero versus hero thing mm -hmm. but it's not like the end for cap you know whereas like something like spider-man for example yeah it's not the end for spider-man but it's a very clear bookend for him you know that's a good point is, that's like we learned in spider-man no way home that like his this trilogy was like his origin story and going forward it's going to be a very different spider-man so it, there's the more that completeness that fullness of the arc whereas captain america like after civil war you're like there's so much more for him to be developed so it's really kind of subjective a little bit i don't know yeah i think i think so uh, with iron man and cap it's a little difficult i think iron man's for a character i love so much his is probably like the worst maybe uh, the worst isn't that good either Aside from Ragnarok, but yeah, um, Iron Man is pretty bad. Is like Iron Man Thor's Two is terrible. Iron Man Three is just okay. Iron Man One's great, um, but I think with Iron Man and Cap, like their story is told so much in Avengers that like their trilogies don't just serve. Like the trilogies don't one don't just serve them. Like Captain America's like Civil War serves so many different characters, not just Cap. Um, and like his story gets end in the Avengers movie, so I can see what you're saying where there's no like bookend there. Um, it's definitely got to be Cap or Spider Man though. Like I'm, we already said Iron Man and Thor are definitely the bottom two. Um, mm -hmm. I think Cap's probably got more enjoyable movies. I think Winter Soldier is my favorite Marvel movie. Um, and Civil War, it's oh, tough though. Honestly, it's tough because I feel like Captain America one is is good. It's not my favorite. Winter Soldier is like great. I think Civil War is a little overrated, but still very good. Mm -hmm. Um. Spider-Man, like Homecoming and Far From Home are both good. Probably better than Captain America 1. Definitely better than Captain America 1. Yeah. Maybe around Civil War level. Maybe Civil War is a little bit better. And No Way Home is like comparable to Winter Soldier. This is really tough. <laughs> it's it's really tough because like I would much rather watch like all three Captain America movies. Like I'd much rather be like, oh, I'm kind of in the mood to watch Captain America 1. I haven't watched in a while. Yeah. Oh, I'm Love to watch Winter Soldier. I'd love. I to could watch never Soul. watch Homecoming and Far From Home. Again. It'd be fine. <laughs> I'd be like, I, I wanted to watch No um, Homecoming and Far From Home before No Way Home to get ready for it. You know, like I was like, oh, I'm in a Spider Man mood. But like, out of those three, the only one I really want to rewatch is like No Way Home. Yeah, yeah. I think t with time, Homecoming and Far From Home have like worn off me a little bit. I just haven't loved them as much. Like I liked them when they first came out, and now I just can never watch them again. It'd be fine. Yeah. Um, I like watching scenes from them. Like I, I look up scenes on YouTube all the time from Homecoming and and Far From Home. But just hopping around different cities and stuff. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I would say that No Way Home really like solidifies that trilogy. You know, it, it's oh, it's yeah. tough. I, I think the Spider Man trilogy is a more complete um, arc. Yeah, uh, that's a, true. A complete arc trilogy, but Captain America has the best trilogy like across the board. You know, and I will say. No Way Home also serves other characters' movies. It does. It ends other characters. Not ends, but it like continues the story slash ends the stories of, spoiler alert, the other Spider-Man. <laughs> if you haven't seen No Way Home yet, you're <laughs> bugging. Why are you even listening to this episode? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. It's close. I guess I guess Cap. I'm Cap so, is I'm like my immediate gut that. answer for sure. I forgot Spider-Man, like... It's just not one that I thought of because he's like, it's just so recent and like mm -hmm. different. It's tough though. 
I, I'd say Cap, you know, like Winter Soldier uh, is just too I, good. I, <laughs> <laughs> Winter Soldier is amazing and people really don't give it enough love. It's just like so, so good. I don't want to keep repeating myself, but yeah, like No Way Home completed that arc for me, but it still doesn't compare to like what Winter Soldier and Civil War did for Cap. Okay, let's go to our next open-ended one and our last question of the of the. I was going to say evening, but I guess it's afternoon. Um, which it's from Paulie Max. He said, "Which X Men character are you are you ex- are you most excited to see in an upcoming film, and who should portray them?" Um, so I feel like we have to we have to talk about. So, spoiler alert for the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness trailer. Uh, we have to talk about the cameo mm. that came up. Spoiler alert. Three, two, one. The cameo is uh, Professor X. What's his name? Sir Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Apologies, so Patrick we know- Stewart, for taking away your night title. <laughs> <laughs> apologies. Apologies. <laughs> no, but he's definitely going to show up, so we know that's not really as much of a surprise, which I'm hyped for. I mean, like, before we knew that that cameo was coming, it was kind of rumored that maybe Professor X would show up, were, would you, were you expecting it to be James McAvoy or Sir Patrick Stewart? Were you more excited for one or the other? Um, I think Professor X, I kind of am a little bit indifferent on, uh, like if I, honestly, I love both actors. I think I like Sir Patrick Stewart better, but Magneto is definitely my answer to this question one. He's like by far my favorite X-Men character. I love him. Um, and I want, I would like Michael Fassbender to play him. Michael Fassbender, so he's good. so good, and he's I just think, boy. um, I think using the young actors kind of uh, like they, it's more sustainable. Yeah, I think the older actors like started playing the character one, they're old. <laughs> Two, started playing the characters so long ago. Like, how much longer can you expect them to play the characters for? Um, where the young actors like kind, of, it feels like they almost just started playing the characters sometimes, even though they've been in like three, four movies. Um, yeah. True. Um, so I would like to see see more of them. I feel like um, Ma- Magneto is one of my f- favorite characters of all time. Me too. Like, he's so so. And but that being said, you know, I I, re- I really hope that they can work in a Nia McKellen cameo. Yeah, somewhere. that's true too. I love him too, but I just love Michael Fassbender. I think he's like my favorite. He's got some great scenes as Magneto. If they're gonna bring back some of the old actors, like for the long term, bring back Michael Fassbender. But like you're giving us the Sir Patrick Stewart cameo. I feel like you got to do some justice and like complete that with an Ian McKellen cameo. Even if it's not in this movie, like whatever they do in the future, if they recanonize that, uh, Wanda's father is actually Magneto. Like if there's a way to like multiverse, like snapshot, bring in Ian McKellen. I don't know. They really messed it up in WandaVision, didn't they? Oh my God. Don't (laughs) let's, let's not talk about it. Um, I don't know. You love Mystique, though. I'm I do love Mystique, Mystique, but I don't need Jennifer Lawrence to come back as Mystique. I no, would love like a new version or something. I would love to see Mystique. She 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 was my favorite character. Like when I first watched X Men the first time around, I think the second time around I liked uh, Mysterio. Is like my favorite character now. Not Mysterio. Um, Magneto. Magneto. Sorry, the M's. Um, Magneto is my favorite character now. I do love Miss uh, Mystique though. She's awesome. But I I don't. I'm kind of indifferent if Jennifer Lawrence comes back to play her. I would, I like don't really expect Jennifer Lawrence to, to be in the MCU for like a long period of time. So that's why no, I'm like she, a little skeptical. It's like known that she hated like the makeup and stuff like that. So yeah. I don't think they would do it again. Yeah. Um, so that, that's why I'm like a specific actor to come back and not so much uh, Mystique. Um, but I would be excited to see her in the MCU. I love her. There's so yeah. many cool X-Men characters. You know who I don't really care so if I cool. see? Are you going to say Wolverine? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I love Wolverine, but we've seen so much of him. I'm so it's, over him. <laughs> he was he was gonna be my answer. I think I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm also gonna agree, Magneto. He's like my favorite X Men character. Um, you know, I, I hate Wolverine. Wolverine's too cool for school attitude. I love Wolverine. Oh my god, he's one of my favorite characters. But like, he, if we need time from Hugh Jackman, you know, it's also rumored that he might show up in Doctor Strange too for a glimpse. Where, it, please give us that. That would be incredible. Like, if yeah. you're gonna if, if you're gonna bring back everyone, bring back Hugh Jackman. Um, I agree, but doesn't it go against Logan a little bit? Like not 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 like plot wise, like I guess, I guess plot wise though. Like you know what for, I mean? It was kind of like the saying goodbye to his character, and now it's like, well, he's gonna be playing it anyway. Like it goes no, against the spirit of Logan. I feel. I don't think so because like there, that's so much in the distant future that mm-hmm. who's like this can be from any timeline, you know? I, guess. I don't know. Stupid timelines. <laughs> my, Those damn my, timelines. <laughs> I was between Wolverine magneto um even gambit because we haven't gotten a good version of gambit in the movies and like uh channing tatum was supposed to play him for like years it was in development like Mm. uh what do they call it purgatory for a while but and also deadpool which deadpool is going to show up where deadpool Deadpool 3 has already been confirmed as a mcu movie i have a theory kind of off tangent my answer for this question is magneto put that to bed i agree separate tangent I have a theory about how Dare about how Deadpool is going to show up in Doctor Strange two. Hmm. Let's hear it. End of Deadpool two. The post credit scene is him using Cable's like time travel thing to just like travel all around a different timelines and just kill a bunch of people. Like it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the Doctor Strange two trailer we see America Chavez when he's at the Illuminati headquarters in a holding cell. I think that it's going to be a super quick thing that Deadpool is going to be in the cell next to America Chavez and the Illuminati is going to like, they'll have captured him because of the crimes he committed in the post credit scene of Deadpool too. Mm. I mean, maybe it'll be the post credit scene in the movie. It'd be cool. That's how I think that they, they would bring him in. I'm, I'm down with it. You know what? I would hate if they give me another trailer for a post credit scene. I hate, hate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I won't get on, onto that, but you also, you know who we haven't touched on from X-Men too. That I'd, I'd like to see for one specific reason, because I'd like to see her fight Wanda, is Jean Grey. Yeah. And, and I'm not sure who I'd rather play her. Um, Sophie Turner, I, I'm not, I don't remember the actress's name from the originals. Um, I'm kind of down for either. Um, I think both versions, like I think the version, the older version of her is probably better, but I think Sophie Turner also has potential. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think Sophie Turner was a, good casting i i haven't even bothered to watch dark phoenix because i just heard it's like i haven't seen it either horrible yeah. so I, I don't know i i would like to see gene gray but i don't like need it immediately i would just love to see her fight wanda and i like gene gray too i you know i like my mystical women <laughs> yeah do you have a like a specific fan cast of like a new Ooh, actor or actress that you've been like waiting to see for any X- x-men character um no <laughs> <laughs> A no, lot of people... I just can't like it's hard for me to separate the characters who already play most of the car I ha- only have a relationship with the characters from the movies really not so much the comics um so there was like I just know the actors who played them I haven't really thought about who else could play them big rumors are for Wolverine uh Taron Egerton who is from Kingsman and mm-hmm. who played Elton John in the rock yeah, Man. yeah yeah and also Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine I people. heard that that would be so weird 
It'd be a little. He weird, actually but... commented on it recently. I think today I saw it. He commented yeah. about it. Um, yeah, that'd be weird. For Magneto, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who did who plays oh, Moff that'd Gideon, be cool. It'd be cool. It'd be really cool. But I'm, uh, I'm, I would like some more of what we got with Magneto. Oh yeah, Michael give Fassman, me, give me so. the same things. <laughs> anyway, you know what I need? So many possibilities for X Men. I'm, I'm his, excited. What's his face? Um, what's his, what's his name <laughs> to come back as uh, <laughs> Ralph Boner? <laughs> oh, God. Evan Peters. Evan Peters. There we go. Sorry, I couldn't think of his name. Are, are you still? Please give on? me more freaking. Ralph Quicks- Boner. Are you holding on to hope that he he still might be Quicksilver in, in some way? No. Don't. Like, you've already done the damage. Don't don't go back on it. You know what I mean? Like, I, be- like you, you can't wrap me around in that many different directions with one stupid cameo. Yeah, it's if if they do reveal it, I'll be happy. But I'll be like, why did you do that in the first place? Yeah, you know, because I don't want we still don't know who Jimmy Woo's like a uh, person that he had on the inside. What is it? Witness protection program. Mm. And also, how the hell does Ag- Agatha Harkness have the ability to give people powers? Like that dude definitely had super speed, and she just used the necklace to mind control him. That mm. that was my original thoughts when I first saw the episode. But... It's just so frustrating. Go listen to our WandaVision episode. (laughs) It's so frustrating. I don't remember the number of the episode, but go listen to it. We have one. It's like episode seven. I want to say. early. Yeah. Well, go look for our WandaVision episode and listen to it if you're interested in our thoughts on Ralph Boner and all things WandaVision. Uh, We have many Marvel episodes if you've enjoyed this episode. Yes. Little ad. (laughs) We also have a list that Jake wrote. um, One of one of his longest articles. One of probably one of that probably our longest article. Yeah. Um, needs to be updated but. yeah it's ranking all the mcu movies um i think at the time it was uh when far from home came out was the last one before that list right yeah the phase four stuff hasn't been added yeah but. so we have a list of i know everyone argues about which mcu movies are best there's an official popcorn heist certified list on our website um so if you want if you're interested to see what our favorite movies are i know we discussed some of them today go go look at our list too definitely do we have uh, any any more fan submissions? No, I brother? don't think so. Oh, we do. That's a lot. Save the best for last. Save the best for last. This was the first submission we got yesterday, and we were highly confused. Um, let me pull it up. Where'd it go? <laughs> best MTU versus ever. Better movie, Superbad or The Other Guys? From, <laughs> from Jimbo Timbo Slice. Thank you, Jimbo Timbo Slice. For your uh, MCU versus. Well, we'd like to firstly. I'd like to do it though. We, we, we're definitely going to do it, but we'd like to firstly ask you to read all of the text on the story next time. <laughs> and the pictures. Like it was pretty clear it was Marvel. Sorry, but Jimbo. But thank you because this is actually a good versus. This series. is a good versus though. Um, I have a clear answer. Uh, I'm going super bad. Yeah, I'm going to go super bad too. I thought you were going to say other guys. You love that movie. I know. I, I love quotes in that movie. I, I love the other guys, but it's not like a classic. Superbad's a classic. Superbad like changed the game. That, yeah. I think that was. I mean, you could correct me if I'm wrong, fans out there, but I think that was like one of the first movies where like it was about kids trying to like do illegal shit, like get alcohol for a party. It was like the first like that kind of movie, mm-hmm. like coming of age where like isn't it? Jo- is it Jonah Hill's like, like breakout movie? It's one of his yeah, first ones. Jonah Hill and I don't think Michael Sarah was in Arrested Development before that. Yeah, but, uh, such a good movie. Such Bill a good movie. Hader in it. 
Bill Hader and Seth Rogen. Yeah, too. so funny. That's a, um, that's a great movie. I, I I love the other guys, and I love certain quotes from the other guys. Um, specifically, <laughs> lot, lot of things to live for in this world, like soda pop, big fresh can of soda pop. <laughs> it's like one of what, my favorite quotes ever. Will our were your will our kids see a polar bear? Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> so that quote. So for context, if you haven't seen the other guys, they're like trying to talk someone off a building. And like, but they also kind of want him to jump. It's very weird. I forget the exact context. And Will Ferrell goes on the ice cream truck's loudspeaker and it's like, a lot of things to live for in this world. Like, soda pop, big fresh can of soda pop. And there's also like outtakes where he's like, because I think he was improving that scene. There's like outtakes where he's just saying other things. And he said, in one of the outtakes, and he said what Jake said, he's like, well, there's a lot of things not to live for. Will our kids see a polar bear? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> there's a bunch of them. There's like, oh. Go search on YouTube. I don't remember all of them, but th- that's it's a very funny scene. He's and the goat. He's we're, so we're funny. Fair. He's so funny. No, but, but Super Bad is just like I I could oh I could always be down to watch Super Bad. If if I had a top ten list of comedy movies, it'd probably make that list for sure. Yeah, actually, yesterday when we were thinking of a versus, Jake was like, "Think of a random let's think of a random comedy movie one." And then it's funny because this one got submitted after that. Yeah, and we both actually have the fi- the same favorite comedy movie. I was like, let's yeah. name your favorite comedy movie. We'll put them against each other. Nick was like, My Cousin Vinny. Like, Damn it, that's my favorite comedy movie. <laughs> yeah, so we scrapped the idea entirely. <laughs> Go watch My Cousin Vinny if you haven't. Yeah, that's, also, a, that's a really funny movie. So funny. Jake, Jake and I both grew up in an Italian family, so uh, we, we know that movie well. Yeah, I was like culture shock when I, I was Vinny and my girlfriend was uh, Mona Lisa Vito for Halloween. And I was telling people what I was. And like my coworkers, I was like, oh, me and my girlfriend were my cousin Vinny. And they were like, oh, cool. And I was like, do you not know what that movie is? And they were like, nah. Yeah, I, I think that's like a, yeah. I, I know we grew up in an Italian family, so we know about a lot of other people. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people haven't seen it. You're missing out. So funny. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but this was a, a lot of great submissions. So yeah, this round is a really of applause episode. for our fans. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, thank you, Instagram. And so these will be on. Um, on, after this episode gets released, we will put these verses on our story so you can answer it as well. Um, give your thoughts. Feel free to DM us if you disagreed with us or like have strong feelings towards one of them. Um, or just honestly, if you still have Marvel verses, feel free to DM us and submit them. We can, I don't mind, I don't mind putting them on our verses here or our story. So, uh, we're yeah. always open to hearing like good, good verses from you guys. Even if we don't have like a submissions thing on our Instagram send us verses like or debates that you want Nick and I to discuss. Cause we could always save them for a future yeah. episode or something, Yeah. but thank you fans. And, uh, Oh, it was so great to talk about Marvel. There's just, there's some good debates. I got a lot out of my system now. Yeah. Now I feel like, ah, uh, had the, Marvel, up for a while. the Marvel in me is satisfied. <laughs> yeah. Um, join the heist, join the heist. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you.